Welcome to Just a Phase, a podcast about modern parenting, episode 17, Mom Friend. Today we're talking about parenthood and friendship, mom friends, dad friends, and how it all works once you become a parent. Plus my car trip with the kids and Drew's daughter becomes a graffiti tagger. <laughs> She's the next bank ski. <laughs> Hello, I'm Drew Ludwig, father to three daughters, ages 5, 7, and 10. And I'm Whitney Crispell. I'm mom to two girls, a wild toddler, and a baby who is five months old. Isn't that nuts? That seems like a really big deal. Yeah. That means our podcast is older than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so here's your reminder. Uh, we do sometimes swear in this podcast, so you've been warned if you're listening with kids. Yep. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Who was going to say it first? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Boy, I didn't think about it before we started recording, so you should answer that question first. (laughs) I don't even know what's up right now. So, yeah, isn't that funny how sometimes it just all blurs together? Oh, I do Uh, have a kid's story. Oh, okay. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) I was at a a meeting at my church, and... uh, the one of the people uh, went to use the women's room, and they said, uh, has Courtney learned how to write her name? And I said, yes. Oh, no. Is she into making stars? <laughs> yes. So my my youngest daughter is a tagger now. <laughs> In the church bathroom, no less. Well, that was like a good place to like get away with it, so... Because like, she, she well, needed I guess it wasn't to go during Sunday school. So okay. I, oh, I'm assuming it was during Sunday school. And yeah, my kids have figured out that like, can I go to the bathroom? It's a good place to get some privacy to do something they're not allowed to do. Right. Yeah. I that can... sounds extra dirty. I mean, it's no, like I putting know on lipstick and writing exactly. on the walls. I know exactly what you meant. I can remember there was just like my father when I was growing up taught he was the tennis pro at a country club. Okay. All right when I was really little and we uh so every once in a while I would get to go into like the main country club dining area if he had to pick something up if I was with him yeah and they had fancy bathrooms with lotions and I'd be like oh dad I gotta use the bathroom just to get some lotion 10 minutes later I'd come out with like lotion on like every part of my body there is so much that I don't (laughs) understand about kids but the biggest is the fascination with bathrooms I guess yeah. your kids aren't big enough. For no, that they've yet. started to get there. Any any time we go anywhere, yeah. can I go to the bathroom? And it's not because they have to go to the bathroom. It's I think you're right. It's like a chance to be independent and kind of explore something on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Weird. Very weird. I don't like it. And it, I mean, it's not. It's porta potties. Like those aren't pleasant. Yeah, your kids are weird. If that's true. <laughs> I. I think that they're finally getting out of it, but it's definitely nah, definitely kidding. has been a thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I ooh, porta potties. So, we this past weekend went to a friend's wedding, um, close to New York City, which, you know, for those of you who don't live here, is about a six-hour drive. So we did that with the girls, and it wasn't terrible. I have to say, because when we had our travel episode. You know, you had done a lot of long car trips, and I hadn't really done a ton of them. Right. And they had scared me, and I was kind of nervous about this. But Six-hour drive. How many times did you stop? Twice. Well, that's pretty good. Which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. we Yeah. yeah. And, and they weren't long. I thought for sure we were going to have to do, like, an hour-long stop to let Viv run around. But, oh, no. But we really didn't. And, uh, yeah. So it, the way back we might have... We didn't get out of the car. We stopped three times, I guess, on the way back. 
one time just to nurse very, very quickly and then got back in. But it, it really wasn't as bad as I thought. They were troopers. Okay. So I'm not ready to like hop on the road for a road trip yet by any stretch. <laughs> I don't think I told this story during our travel episode, uh-huh. but I'm a, I was a foster parent before as an adoptive parent. Right. And I fostered other kids before I fostered these kids. Uh, so uh, my other kids, one of them had special needs. Uh, so he was mostly nonverbal, but sometimes he would vocalize a lot. And okay. We were coming home from a trip. We were driving back from Illinois, and it was like the eighth or ninth hour. And I was driving fast because we were in the unpleasant part of the trip, and I wanted it to be You're over like, I with. I need to get home. And uh, my beloved spouse, who I appreciate very much, was like, <laughs> stop driving fast. You're going to get a ticket. And I was like, must go home. And so, like, everything, like, it's just horrible, like... I'm tired, not too tired to drive, but like tired of it all. And there's just like shouting and noise and screaming. And it was at the point where like we just kind of like our oldest was screaming and there was nothing we could do about it. We just had to tolerate it. Yeah, and you do. You get to this. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, we I got to the point the last half hour where you're like, you're whining and there, I we just have to like endure it. Yeah, but this wasn't <laughs> whining. Okay. This was, I was not oh, using God. hyperbole. There Sorry. was screaming. Right. And, and then the other kid is like, make him stop screaming. And I was like, you're yelling just as to the yelling. If we could make him stop, we would. We are powerless. Like we just have to endure. Um, and so I was driving too fast. And then what my wife was afraid would happen would happen. There was a police officer who spotted us oh in God. our minivan not minivan uh, we had a mazda 5 which is like this weird like in-between car um, you and my sister-in-law she was like she clung to that she's like it's not a minivan no i i embraced <laughs> it but my my wife wouldn't let me call it that no it, it's smaller than a minivan I, oh has, i'm aware it has three rows and sliding doors we should just do a podcast on the mazda 5 because <laughs> sure. everyone has an opinion on it yeah anyway my mazda 5 was going too fast and since it's got a tiny engine that's an accomplishment but anyway it was going too fast and we got pulled over and the police officer hears my oldest screaming, sees my spouse glaring at me, sees the like dead in my eyes, like absolutely like defeated look. And like I am I never get a warning. And he just like I feel like his heart broke and or he was like, Oh, I get it. It's like solidarity, uh, yeah. brother. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was like, You're driving too fast, quit it. This is your warning. (laughs) And I was like, ah, yes. So that's my traveling with kids story that I left out of the other episode. That's funny. That's not what's happening this week. This was like years ago. Yeah. No, it's good though. You can pretend it's this week if you want. A couple times I've thought when I've been like going fast somewhere, if I got pulled over, would an officer see my child in the back and then give me a break? And the answer is maybe yes. Maybe it was Maybe. for me at that yeah. point. I mean, it could be like <laughs> well, good for you. You're putting a baby at risk now, bad mother. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Okay. So the only other thing that I will say for those of you who have been listening and are so curious about my kitchen renovation, the end is almost almost here. The end is near. So I'm pretty pumped. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like you're already cooking in it. Yeah, I'm already cooking in it. Yeah, what a game changer! Are you throw I'm a, like, I've got a kitchen party. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I'll wait for my invitation. Yeah. Everybody will be invited. <laughs> Come on over. 
<laughs> so what are we talking about today, Whitney? We are going to talk about friendship. Uh, we thought it'd be interesting to explore the role of friendship in our lives uh, through the lens of parenting, you know, how it's changed, how it hasn't changed since we've had kids and all that. Um, so I guess to start, let, let's start with providing some context in that. So Drew, who do you hang out with? Um, who are your friends? Yeah, I haven't traded like BFF necklaces with anybody. Okay. Although my kids have started. That's another podcast too. <laughs> yeah. Um, this isn't about them right now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, sometimes these circles like overlap a little bit, but I've got um, church friends, mm-hmm. I've got comedy sports friends, and I've got neighborhood friends. Um, and oh, and then I've got. Um, uh, colleague friends so like right. not like church friends within my congregation but like other pastors uh, yeah other that are clergy. in the same boat yeah gotcha so and then is there do oh uh, and do then a mix i've of got those... surge friends now too i can't believe i left them out they're yeah. they're going to get mad at me so if they listen explain what surge is uh showing up for racial justice was that one of our things yet or one of our people no. no. Oh. We will talk about that though at some point. At some point it's going to be one of my people but, places. But so do those do those groups of friends have kids as well? Uh so the friends on my street not all of them have kids, but yeah. like we interviewed Joe and Janine, like they're friends of mine and they yeah. have kids and like they hang out like and then like Vanessa doesn't live on the street, but Vanessa and Matt they have kids, so we have kid friends in common. They're church friends, but they're also like outside Yeah, so you do have some church overlap. friends. Yeah, there's there's overlap. Um, comedy sports people have, have kids, but w- I don't do kid hangout stuff with them. With them. Um, so yeah, it's, okay. it's mostly neighborhood people that are yeah. friends with kids. Okay. So I thought before I had kids that I would make friends with other parents at the school and that's happening a little bit, but that's slow. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to talk about that a little bit more. Um, let me just, f- I'll just jump in and explain my um, kind of my friend groups, which is like similar to yours. Like I've got neighbors slash people, you know, yeah, in the neighborhood. Okay, those are neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got a couple group of fr- a group of friends that you know we all work together, not necessarily the same office, but on like politics or social justice, community yeah. type development stuff. Um, and that group is like slowly. Getting Having more kids. kids, yeah. But you had kids first because you're like. Well, in... I was one of the first. Yeah, yeah. But but some people don't have kids, and some might not have kids. Right. And then yeah, and then I've got some of my my um, you know close friends from high school and college that maybe overlap a little bit. And again, that's a mix. Some of them have have children. So yeah. So right now, I feel like I yeah there there's a mix in my life. But that let's go to what you were talking about in terms of thinking that you would become. Friends. friends with your ki- your kids' friends' parents. Yeah. Because yeah, and this was one of the things I want to talk about was like what your parents did because with my mom and dad, once I reached a certain age, almost all of their good friends were my friends' parents. Yeah, that that wasn't the case for for no? me. No. Did your parents do that intentionally? I don't think so. Okay. Like they were really involved in um a church when I was really little, and then they. They had kind of, anyway, kind of faded off. Right. But they had like. And that's where you made your friends? No, they had their own group of friends. Okay. That I just sort of would be brought along with. And then, uh, but then that kind of faded and then they just sort of became friends with my friends' parents. Okay. Why did you think that you would 
Um, cause I, I think I thought I would be more involved in their school and like volunteering uh-huh. and stuff like that. And I haven't been very good at that. I am taking a field trip on Friday. Good I think you. I got to confirm that with the teacher and remember where it is. I think the art museum. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's also like my kids go to like multi multicultural schools. So like that, I think it's good to have cross-cultural mm-hmm. friendships, but they take a lot more work. Um, so maybe that's part of the reason why it hasn't happened as, as much. I think th- really like a big part of it is like when a kid visits another kid's house, like you could make that an opportunity to hang out, but that's also like, oh, I have a chance to do something say, without yeah. my children. Right. So like if my kid is with you, I'm not going to be with you. Right. Um, so Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think also because it's, it seems like you have some really good friends on your street that have kids that if you didn't have that, maybe you'd have more of an that might ha- That might be true, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that's, I mean, we made friends with the adults first, and, and then the kids came along, and mm-hmm. that worked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, so my middle daughter, she's friends with, uh, I I, I don't even use my kids' names. I slipped it early in the podcast. But uh, Maria and Chuck are listeners, right? Yeah. And I knew them first, and then our kids started hanging out. And we still don't, like, hang out. Like, I like them. Like, I feel like we could hang out socially. Okay, so there. So I was talking – I was telling Sean that we were going to be talking about friendship, and I referenced, you know, mom friends, and he had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> other moms who are friends well but i was saying like so we have a woman down the street right that has two kids around viv's age um she's twin girls and she and i have started you know making some plans to hang out and get them together and i would put her in the category as a mom friend right now okay right she could cross over i could become friends with her and she could just become like you made friends with her because she's got a kid your kid's age and so when i explained this to sean he was like oh yeah dad friends don't exist but that just could be him, and he's a weirdo. Do you have dad friends? Um, I I wouldn't call it like the level of friendship. Like I've got like dad acquaintances. Like there's other dads that pick up their kids at school. It's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it it really isn't friendship. It's like nod. Like you go with that kid. Yeah, I would say mom friend is more acquaintance too. Yeah. But you do spend time with the mom friends. Off, yeah, sometimes. But sometimes it's like we... So here's the thing about mom culture, too. Sometimes it's like you meet at like one playgroup or something similar. And then you become Facebook friends. Okay. And then you're just like a mom friend. At least that's kind of my experience. Yeah. And then like you see each other like maybe occasionally not. I, I don't know. I think you need to ask... A stay stay at home dad about dad friends like I, I should well and I think it might be that dad friends have mom friends yeah because there's not as many of them yeah 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 but I I don't have like a specific like mm, no that doesn't happen yeah think so. about it John's right <laughs> write it down <laughs> <laughs> so what do you so talk specific. about with the mom friend like I feel like that's what's well and that's the other okay so the other thing about like the mom friend culture is it is. It's a, that, it's a lot judge about each other's parenting. No, that's all no, no, got. no, no. There really isn't that. I really feel like there's not particularly the judging seems to exist a lot on the Internet. OK, but in person, I have never really okay. had that's a bad good. experience. But I, w- I will say another like key part of this is that 
it's mostly talking about the kids. Okay. Slash issues of motherhood, you know, yeah. sleeping, feeding, birthing. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, various other like kid stuff. Yeah. And then once for me, like I had a few people that I've gotten to to really know, like, okay, well, let's talk. You know, like let's talk about life before kids or what else you like to do, and then. And then we can start to so, uh, develop a friendship outside of just being my friend. Mom's that's friends. a stay-at-home dad, is a dad friend. So I guess I do. Have, <laughs> I have to. He's more. You're than a dad this. friend. Okay. So it's not just a dad friend, but we do have a lot of like parenting conversation stuff. Yeah. But then we talk about sports and politics, yeah. and like I feel like we would be friends if we didn't have kids. Yeah. And I don't. I. I also. I. I want to make sure I'm not trying to and, like. And this is where it's tricky. We met each other. Through the church, not through parenting stuff. Gotcha. So maybe that is, so he's not a dad friend. He's a friend that's a dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say. Do, you have, de- do I- you have defined the relationship with mom friends? Are, are we mom friends or are we friend friends? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that kind of conversation. You're not my friend. You're a mom friend. <laughs> Stop coming over to my house. You cross the line in that questioning. Step back. <laughs> Well, I was just going to, so what I was just going to say is fits in with, with this, this line of joking. I don't, I, I, you know, I will say like categorizing people as mom friends or whatever. I think it's really important to have those friends. It's been really important for me. So even as I say, like, you know, they're a mom friend, like that is, that's been huge for me as I've kind of navigated, I guess, new parenthood is having people to like bounce ideas off of. And I like sometimes that it's, I like that there's not always this pressure to get to know them in all these other ways. It's, oh, we're, but we're all doing this like hard, awesome, amazing, life-changing thing together. You know, let's get together and let our little people like, you know, roll around on the ground and, (laughs) and then, and share tips (laughs) on how how to keep them alive. You know? Yeah. Okay. So I, I I just want to say that, like, I really value my mom friends. And Even when they're not a friend friend. <laughs> and your friends that don't have children, are you alienated from them? <laughs> or are you envious of them? Or not alienated. No. I feel like our I feel like my friends slash our, you know, friends that Sean and I share that don't have kids yet have all been really awesome about um accommodating, I guess, the changes in our availability slash attention spans. Mm-hmm. Um and also just really embracing our kids but I do feel bad sometimes because I like I have some friends that live you know a few hours away and I'm at a point now with two where it's like I can't you got to come visit me yeah you know I I I have you know one friend that lives about two and a half hours away and with Viv I would I would go up and visit her but it's just I haven't been able to do that yet and I don't know when I'm going to be able to go with both girls it's just a whole ordeal so that imbalance I don't know there's nothing you can do about it right you just have to acknowledge it or you can make sure they all have babies. Yeah. <laughs> but if they don't. Right. Or they don't want to. You got to deal with it. I think it's just important to acknowledge it. But yeah. Do you have a lot of, do you have friends? Is that, I don't know. Is that as big of a deal to you and your friendships? Or I love, I love all my friends. Uh-huh. Um, and I love the diversity of friendship. Like there's times that it's good to talk to another dad or another mom. And there's times when it's wonderful to talk to people that don't have kids. Totally. But it's also, I just, I wonder, like, my younger friends or my single friends, like, when I tell them kid stories, 
because there's too much kid in my life. I wonder if I'm like, oh, I'm just showing my age. Like, I'm in a different world. That's why it's good to have a podcast. Just tell all your kids' stories, too. I guess. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should try to have a child-free-by-choice person on the podcast at some point to talk about being friends with people that have kids and tips for being... (laughs) How to be a parent and still a normal friend. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not... It might just be impossible. Yeah. Kids wreck your life in wonderful ways. In wonderful ways. But they take over everything. That's true. So do you feel like, depending on who you hang out with, your, like, what friends you're with, your parenting style shifts and changes? Um, Or how do your, yeah, I guess, hmm. how do your friends influence the way that you parent? It it depends on the... (laughs) I'm definitely a better parent amongst newer friends <laughs> if that makes sense yeah <laughs> like, yes it like, does <laughs> i mean with real friends then i act real <laughs> so i c- <laughs> might just like let the kids roam or fight or whatever and right. if it's someone who they're still like checking me out and judging me then i might like react to the potential of judgment and parent accordingly yeah so but i don't think it affects them too much I don't know. There, There is the other class of friends. Like, I went to a cookout with a whole bunch of friends that were mostly single and entirely didn't have kids. But there was one person there who really, really liked kids. And, like, it was fantastic because, mm-hmm. like, she just played with the kids and chased them around. And, I mean, I didn't get to interact with her too much. Right. But I got to hang out with all the other friends. Right. And that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I also have a friend who is uh, single and childless and I do think that, you know, I've got a pretty good marriage and uh, pretty, uh, well, fair to middling in terms of my parent- parenting skills. And like, but she's a good friend with both me and my wife. And she's seen us and she's like, oh, you just ruined marriage for me. Like, like, it's not like, like the whole like fairy tale thing is yeah. like not a possibility. <laughs> wow. But, but, and it's just like. It, I mean, it's uh, we watched Thirty Rock together, all all three of us, my wife and her and me, and like Pete has this line where he's like, "Sometimes you just got to drink beer in the garage," and I was like, "Yep," and my wife was like, "Yep," and she's like, "What? No, that's not how it's going to be." And I was like, "Oh no, sometimes you have to drink beer in the garage." Pete from Thirty Rock is wonderful, wonderful, and so sad. <laughs> Dallas. Was that his nickname that he tried to make happen? I feel like he tried a couple different nicknames. I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I can relate to Pete from 30 Rock. I like it. You you kind of look like him a little (laughs) bit. You've got it. No. All right. I'm just saying you have like doesn't he have like a beard thing going like you kind of? Not on 30 Rock. I don't know what he's doing today. All right. I mean my hairline isn't too far away. Yeah. The defeated look in my face. <laughs> True. I did not mean it like that. Yeah. Well, I I think so my sister-in-law has a bunch of neighbor friends um and they have like their group has this whole culture, right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of why I, this is what I was thinking when I was asking you about if it shifts because I've started to notice it a little bit with us that the way we parent shifts depends on who we hang out with. But 
so my friends or my my sister-in-law's neighbors the way that they kind of do the parents hang out in one space and enjoy each other's company and then the kids run around and i mean this and they would agree with that and i mean this in like a nice way but they run around like a wild pack of animals that's my street okay. in the summertime so that's and that's yeah. kind of what i thought and, and, and it's the adju- <laughs> the adju- so the adjustment that you're talking about is like there there are things that i might let my kids do but if the neighbors mm-hmm. don't let their kids do it right i don't let my kids right. do it when they're playing with those other kids right right yeah so i've noticed that that happening and like when sean and i the first couple times we hung out with my sister-in-law and her neighbors and kind of experienced the wild pack of dogs thing that they had going on. We yeah. were a little overwhelmed, just to be honest. But now that Viv has, herself has become a little wild animal, we're like, oh, this is kind of fantastic. Yeah. It, you know, but it's but it's a lot. But then I, you know, we also have, yeah, we have groups that are just quieter. And, and my next it always surprises neighbors. me how well, like, Viv adapts to that, right? Like yeah. she can be the wild animal. I mean, she's always still a little crazy, but if we're with a group that's a little more quiet, they're playing she games or something. Yeah. yeah. So my next door neighbors don't say fart. Okay. So we don't say fart. <laughs> we've, I think we've actually discussed this on a podcast before. <laughs> Just that your, your, one of your daughters said that it was like a bad word in their house or something. Yeah. And then, and You're you right. felt like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. That's it. Podcast over. We've started recycling. No, 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 no. But so they don't say it and you... So we don't say it around them. Yeah. Around their kids. Yeah. So, but when it's just me and Courtney at home, Courtney will fart and I'll call her a fart monster. (laughs) She thinks it's hilarious. And she'll say, no, you're the fart monster. Love it. Yeah. So Um, I guess the... the, Oh, were you going to say something? Well, I I think the other... I think it is harder. Well, it's definitely harder, like... Guys are just bad at making friends after college, basically. Okay. Um, and I don't think parenting helps. So uh, it, it, it may be open some doors, but it's 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 just one more thing to do, mm-hmm. too. So um, I wonder if that's true. I mean, you've got mom friends. So, like, is does parenthood make, make friendship? I, I guess I, I should just say that I feel fortunate that, like, you ask me, like, who are your friends? And I can identify people. because Yeah, I'm, you have I'm, a lot of – you and you had several groups. It yeah. wasn't just like, oh, we have a couple of people we hang out with here and there. You have a lot of different people in your life, which and is great. I, I know a lot of dads that have been, like, absolutely lonely. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a real challenge. Yeah, I do think that – I do think from my experience um, and – you know that which i've seen from like other friends and their their husbands the moms have seemed to kind of rally and put you know rally and and excel at putting together opportunities to gather and, and there's <laughs> this thing that about. is like it's i mean it's common enough that it's like a sitcom trope where like well moms make friends with kids and then they make friends with the moms and then it's like now you have to hang out with this dude because everybody else hangs out and it's like so you're related to this kid who's sports (laughs) yeah and it's like i don't know like i haven't been in that situation too much but it's painful so i feel like like you should be friends is like the worst kind of friendship yeah i don't know what you call that but pressure friendship yeah, for yeah, and I, I will say I and and just to go back to your whole thing about thinking you would be friends more with other 
parents in your kids' school, class. I feel yeah. that sometimes. I mean, I've met some really nice people that are that I've met through Viv, whether it's like her daycare or some other thing. But that pressure sometimes, I I get that. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing worse. So well, we I should mean, all just. I mean, it's also just weird. Like, hey, we should we should hang out now, right? Like, right. I don't I don't know how you ask out a friend. Have you had to break up with any friends? No, I've been lucky in that regard. I really haven't. I don't think. I'll probably think of one, but I don't think so. Okay, probably don't. Have you had to? I've I've had like specifically from because of your kids or after your kids. No, no. That's good. Yeah, it is good. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess like one one other thing, we touched on this a little bit at the beginning, but I'm curious about like your parents and what kind of friendship they modeled for you and and how that affects like do you let me hang on i'm gonna so i'm gonna t- edit out this question hang on one okay second. let me do it another way so what kind of friendship do you want to model for your kids do you have any goals around that that's a i haven't thought of any goals so i guess i don't but that i feel like i ought to now that's well, a good question. I mean, I feel like you cut you you have like we just said you have a lot of people in your life, and I feel like I have a similar like lots of various circles. And like one of my goals is just to continue having friends and not get to the kind of situation where it's basically just me and Sean are each other's friends. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I fe- I feel like you know love my parents, but I've talked to both of them about this. Like my parents are divorced and got divorced a little bit later, and and my actually when I was after college so my adult life but that was one thing they talked about is they felt like they didn't prioritize having other friends right and over the years they slowly lost touch with them yeah and i think that could be really easy to do and and i think it's important for obviously your marriage and your whole family life but i want my kids to have like a to have a lot of different people a lot of different adults kind of in and out of their life and i I see that that. tied into this friendship thing and that's i mean that's more important more important for me I, I feel like I have to prioritize that, especially because my immediate family is all in a different city. So, like, That's, there's no aunts yeah. and uncles, and there are aunts and uncles and cousins, but they're all outside of our normal orbit. Right. Um, so, I want to model hospitality to my kids, which I feel like is part That's of a that. Really good way to put it. And I want to model, like, neighborliness, mm-hmm. right? So. Uh, kind of the flip side of hospitality is like when somebody offered makes an invitation, you do your best to say yes and go with it. Um, and um, yeah, and, and I do want my kids to see that they are not the center of my life, mm-hmm. uh, which is maybe an odd way to put it. But no, like, that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. I think that's. I mean, again, to go back to my parents in the conversation, I think that's kind of what happened is. We became the center of everything. Our our friends' parents became their friends. Right. And then as we grew older and grew apart, then they lost their friends. <laughs> yeah. So I do think that, and this is going to have to be other guests because we haven't hit that stage uh, in our lives yet, but I do feel like like there is, like as you stop parenting, like that changes or could change all the relationships. Maybe we're doing yeah. something different to keep that from happening, but... Um. Yeah, I, I, you've got more more time in the different social circles, and I don't know. Tune in in twenty years. 
when we're still podcasting from my living room. <laughs> we'll have microphones in our brains. We'll just think about the podcast. Love it. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was. I hope you've learned how to be a good friend, and I hope you are a good friend. So, let's I'll, do our picks for person, place, or thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you have? Well, I need to make sure I'm not repeating. I need to just keep notes. Okay. Has Blackish been a no. thing yet? So if you are looking for good entertainment and a show that just makes you laugh, but is also like thoughtful and like opens you up to a greater reality than like most white people experience, Blackish is a hilarious show and it's smart. And uh, so I'm going to plug Blackish. That's Tracy That's Ellen Ross, thing. right? She yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Funny, funny show. All good right. show. I'll check it out. That's my thing. Uh, <laughs> my thing is a bubble machine. <laughs> Also awesome. Also awesome. Uh, Viv got one for her birthday last year. We used it all summer. It broke. I just bought a new one. I will say that when she got it for her birthday, I was like, oh, cool. But also had the snotty part inside of me that was like. I can blow bubbles. I can blow bubbles. Do we need a machine for everything now? Yeah. And then blew bubbles with her for like two minutes. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this all You definitely get tired of it faster than she does. Yeah. And she, guess what? She's also not good at blowing bubbles. Right. She's terrible at it. So the bubble machine is awesome. And it's just so fun. It fills your whole porch with bubbles. And are bubbles still special when they keep coming out of the machine? Yes. And how often do you like have to like run out and buy bubble soap? Not often. It okay. really makes it. I, I'm, I was shocked. It's I was an like, this, efficient bubble machine. It is an efficient bubble machine. So it's like, I mine was 10 bucks at Target, so... Okay. Get yourself a bubble machine. I've got a bubble machine. We never use it because we always run out of soap. <laughs> and we always spill it. It's also really cheap, the bubble solution, just yeah. so you know. You, and you can make your own. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy you guys some next time I'm at the store. <laughs> I will be embarrassed. So, Okay. So that is all for this episode of Just a Phase. Uh, please don't forget that you can subscribe. You can review. You can comment. Uh, you can share. Use iTunes. Use Stitcher. Whatever. Uh, wherever fine podcasts are sold so you can find just a phase on facebook at just a phase podcast on instagram under the same name and on our website at just a phase podcast.tumblr.com just a phase is produced by whitney crispell our theme music is urbana metronica the woo yeah mix by spinning Merkaba, and it is used under a creative commons license okay have a good week true you too